title for this morning is a community that loves God, his word, and each other. Um, why do we love? Well, we love because he first loved us. In, Gen in Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, God said, Let's make man in our image in our likeness. One of the attributes of God is that God is a God of love. God has made us in his image. Therefore, we've got love within us. And, and we know that if, if we see love, if we're loved, we respond to that love. It's easy to respond to somebody that loves you, isn't it? But if you're giving out and you don't get a response, your reaction is to pull away. I was reminded of a poem that I found many years ago, and it says this, If a child lives with criticism, he learns to condemn. If a child lives with hostility, he learns to fight. If a child lives with fear, he learns to be apprehensive. If a child lives with pity, he learns to feel sorry for himself. If a child lives with ridicule, he learns to be shy, shy. But do not despair. If a child lives with tolerance, he learns to be patient. If a child lives with encouragement, he learns confidence. If a child lives with praise, he learns to appreciate. If a child lives with fairness, he lives with justice. If a child lives with security, he lives to have faith. If a child lives with approval, he learns to like himself. And if a child lives with acceptance and friendship, he learns to find love in the world. We respond positively. We love because God loves us. How do we show our love? Well, I want to tell you about somebody I met way, way back in the 1970s. A really special person. She was generous of spirit. She always looked for the good in people. She was compassionate and helpful. A friend to all, regardless of what they were like. She encouraged people and was a lady who had a heart for people and their salvation. She preached the gospel without needing words. Occasionally she'd use them, but she didn't need them. You may know somebody like this. But who does this person remind you of? Jesus was a friend to all. He talked to the woman at the well. Nobody else wanted to, but he would. He talked to Zacchaeus. Again, people didn't want to know Zacchaeus, but Jesus did. He picked an unusual group of friends. He had compassion on the widow who'd just lost her son. He did something about the situation and he healed him. He had a heart for people and their salvation, just like my friend. He even died that we might live. What a person Jesus was. 
he showed love showed love in everything that he did my friend of the 70s knew God knows God and has an intimate relationship with him she gets this by spending time with him and reading his word praying just listening to what he says to her she has her mind focused on him wonderful example isn't it somebody that we should all meet she takes her example from Jesus who did the same things and this is just how God wants each one of us to be he wants us to have that special relationship with him when you love somebody you want to spend time with them you want to spend as much time as you possibly can you want to be there with them all the time and and that's how we should be with God I'm not saying I always am I was very interested that Trish brought what she did this morning and I sat and said to Brian she's brought my talk because I picked out of the Bible an example in Exodus chapter 20 verses 18 to 21 which I'm going to read out to you when the people saw the thunder and lightning and heard the trumpet and saw the mountain in smoke they trembled with fear they stayed at a distance and said to Moses speak to you speak to us yourself and we'll listen to you but do not have God talk to us or we'll die Moses said to the people do not be afraid God has come to test you so that the fear of God will be with you all to keep you from sinning the people remained at a distance while Moses approached the thick darkness where God was and you know that really struck me that the verse the people stood at a distance they allowed Moses to go now that was that was what God had told them to do God had said Moses was to go up the mountain the people were not to go up the mountain but it really struck me you know are we a people that stand at a distance and allow our leaders to hear God for us or are we going to be a people that will hear God for ourselves We need to listen to what God's saying to us. We have to remember that things in Moses' time were very different. In the Old Testament, things were different. It was the priests who went into the Holy of Holies. It was Moses that went up the mountain. But Jesus changed all of that for us because by his death on the cross, the veil of the temple was torn in two and we have access to the holy of holies we have access to god himself we don't have to come through our leaders through our elders we can come to god direct and that's what god was saying to us through through the word that trish brought this morning i want you to come direct to me don't hold back god doesn't want us to hold back you know god is a loving father God loves every one of us, his children. And you know what parents are like. Parents love their children to be close to them. Parents love to spend time with their children. Grandparents love to spend time with grandchildren too. But God as a father loves to spend time with his children. He loves us to be in his presence, to share with him. Do we want God to be close to us? In James it says, come near to God and he'll come near to you 
And in the Old Testament, in Malachi and Zechariah, it says, Return to me and I will return to you, says the Lord. Again, come close. Come close. So what God's been telling us this morning, come close. Get really close to me. To return to God, we have to come or draw near. We need to come into his presence and get close to him. Reminded me of the child that's, you know, when children are disobedient and, and yeah, we've told them off. And they know, they know where they stand. But then a child will come and actually snuggle up to you, won't he? And, and want to get back into that relationship again. And that's just how we need to be with God. We need to get back into that relationship with him. It's a special relationship with Father. Doesn't stop there though, because we have to be obedient, otherwise, we're going to distance ourselves again. Now, Jesus knew the importance of getting away from it all and spending time with God, He did it Himself, but He also encouraged His disciples to get away because so many people were coming and going, they didn't even have a chance to eat. He said to His disciples, Come away by yourselves to a quiet place and get some rest get that time away it's important Jesus knew the need for rest to recharge the batteries it was a time for them to be alone with him a time a special time that they shared with him and those times were valuable and we've already used the verses in Isaiah those who wait on the Lord will renew their strength we can do nothing on our own. We need that resting, waiting place with God. Tim last week spoke about empowerment. Peter followed it through in our group on Tuesday night and talked about empowerment. Empowerment of the Holy Spirit to have a relationship with God. It's not a one-off thing because the Bible says be filled with the Holy Spirit. It doesn't say be filled once and for all and that's it. It's an ongoing thing. Be continually filled with the Holy Spirit. Because as the, you get that ongoing thing, so your relationship with God grows and grows and grows. As you spend time with God, he empowers you to move on to the next phase with him. The elders spent time praying and seeking God for the way forward it was a time of waiting on him and as a result of that we're here at what Tyler it was something that God showed us but it was an obedience too because there was the waiting on God there was the hearing from God but there was an obedience to what God had said and it's the next step forward, isn't it? The, the elders had waited, listened, and God showed the next step forward. Now, as I said before, it's not just the elders that can hear from God, because every one of us can hear from God. And as we hear from God, so we should bring it to the elders. Don't hold it to yourself. If you feel you've heard from God, speak to the elders. Tell them what you feel God said. Because it's part of moving forward. We're all in this together. God said he wants each of us to come near. He wants each of us to hear.
God's word is another way of getting close to God. The more you spend time with a person, the more you know them. The more you spend time with God, the more you'll know his heart for you and those around you. The more you read your Bible, the more you'll find out about God. Do you know you can read something over and over again and suddenly one word will come out and hit you. The times I've gone in, having had a quiet time and been alone and sort of thought about what God's saying, and I've gone back to Brian and I said, do you know, I've just seen something in the Bible. And he said, oh, yes, I've seen that. You know, but, but for me, it was just at that point, it was something that had just come out to me. I can't give you an example at the moment, but you know, it just suddenly hits you what God's saying. And in Psalm 119, it says, how I love your law. I meditate on it all day long. Now, this doesn't mean sitting reading your Bible all day long. It doesn't mean just going through and reading everything. It's a bit like the cows when they're chewing the cud. They chew on it. They swallow it. They regurgitate it. They chew it again. It sounds revolting, but it's, it's the way the cow works, the way the cow digests. And that's what God wants us to do. Take something that God's spoken to you from the word mull it over think about it and it'll come back and it'll come back and you can be doing that at all sorts of times you don't have to be sitting down and doing that thoughts can come to you as you're driving as you're doing housework at your work whatever you're doing God can speak to you while I was reading the Bible recently I looked and I found the story of Samuel going to anoint David and I thought Here's a man that listens to what God says. He was another man, like my friend, who knew God. He knew God closely. He knew God so closely that when God said, when he looked at the first brother, when he went to anoint David and he looked at the first brother and thought, oh, yeah, he looks okay, he heard God say to him, no, I look on the heart. You're looking on the outside, but I look on the heart. And God said, not that one not that one, not that one. And they came right through all the brothers that were there. And because he knew, Samuel knew, that none of those were right, he turned to Jesse and said, well, are there any other brothers? And yes, there was. There was David. You see, he was a man that knew what God was saying. He'd spent time with God. If you remember as a child, he'd said to God, Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. He was listening to what God was saying. He had to be shown by Eli to say that because he'd never experienced it. But once he knew God, he built that relationship. And that's, that's something I find quite good when I'm reading my Bible, is to say, speak, Lord, for your servant's listening. Often when I come here on a Sunday, I'll say, Lord, what is it you're saying to us today? It's, it's a good practice. You know, Lord, what are you saying to us today? Ask God to show you what he's saying for the church today. You know, sometimes when you read your Bible, it's very hard to understand what you're reading. And if we're honest, some of the bits we find almost boring the genealogies, you go through all this long list of people. 
And you think, where's the relevance? But there is, and I, re I learned re recently that there is a relevance. Even those genealogies have relevance because it's somebody's history. It's about somebody. I've been looking into my past recently, and I found out some interesting things. Nobody else would be interested because it's not their history, but for me it was really interesting. But, you know, those genealogies are actually part of our history because they're about God's people. And we've been grafted in because we've become part of God's family. So they are relevant to each one of us. Ask God to show you things as you read them. Again in Psalm 119, it says, Open my eyes that I may see wonderful things in your law. Ask God to reveal things as you, as you read your Bible. I find it helpful to highlight verses when I'm read, reading my Bible. If I, if I found something that God says to me, I actually highlight, and I've got loads of different heart colors all over my Bible, and I've got the dates beside them, because sometimes it just reminds me of where, where God's spoken to me, what he said. Sometimes I've got two or three dates beside them because God's gone back and renewed that word he's told me, because I'm a slow learner. I need to be told over and over again. I remember God telling me once, that I was special he told me three times in one weekend it was just amazing you know three times he had to tell me before I'd actually say okay God perhaps you've got a point but that's my slow learning you see because that's that's where I'm at and I think God often reinforces to most of us because I think all of us need to learn more than one time so spend time reading your Bible it doesn't have to be a lot. If, you, if you're finding it hard, if you find time difficult, take one or two verses. And if you don't understand it, ask somebody else to help you. I'm actually working with Julie at the moment because she came to me and she said, will you help me just go through the Bible so I know what it's all about? So we're spending time. It's not just Julie gaining, it's me gaining too because I'm going over things and looking at things again. And it's good to learn and learn with one another. So don't be afraid to ask somebody to help you if, you, if you're not sure. Because you'll gain far more and so will they. Spend time praying. At home, at work, in the car, or however else you travel to work. I know Sam's talked about reading his Bible on the um, train and God speaking to him on the train. There's different places where God speaks to us. I used to find when I was working that that journey to work was great. And, and I think there were some of the times when God spoke to me more and more. And I'd see things through his eyes. You don't have to sit and pray. It's all about relationship with God. Prayers don't have to be long. In fact, you'll often hear me talk about arrow prayers. If somebody has a need, I'll just pray straight away. Not long, not long words, not fancy words. I'll just ask God straight away to go into the situation. But prayers have to be sincere. And I found when I was working, my best, as I said, my best times were on, on my way to work. 
don't just talk to God. Spend time listening. We were praying earlier. I don't know how many of you realize that there is a prayer meeting that we have every Sunday morning at 10 o'clock. It's for anybody who would like to pray together. Just to come together to pray. But Brian and I were praying this morning. And as we were praying, I'd started off standing up. And Brian said, oh, aren't you going to sit down? And I went and sat down. As I sat down, I was reminded of the story of Mary and Martha. And how Martha was rushing around. And, and I just felt Jesus say to me, yeah, I'm glad you've come to sit down because I actually want you to sit down right now. I want you to just come and sit with me. There was Martha rushing about, getting all uptight. She's not doing anything. She's not helping out. I want everything just right. I'm sure what Jesus would really have liked to say to Martha was, hey, Martha, just leave everything. Just come and sit down for a bit. Come and enjoy being with me. You could tell me all the things that are going on. Tell me all the rubbish things, all the great things. Whatever it is, just come and spend time with me. Forget all the busyness. Forget all the things that have got to be done. I just want you with me at this point. God loves to spend time with his children. And how many times have your children come home and given, told you all that's going on? You get all the, all the things that have gone wrong. You get all the excitement about things that have been good. And that's just what God wants to hear from us too. He wants to hear what our lives are like. He knows, but he likes us to tell him as well. But then, when we finish talking, allow him. Allow him to speak into it. Give his wisdom. Remember Brian's son talking to him recently? And Brian gave his words of wisdom into this situation. And it was, yes, but, Dad, yes, but, Dad. A little while later, he came back, phoned up and said, Hey, Dad, you were right. We need to listen to God. We need to hear what he's saying to us. He loves us. He loves us to be in his presence. And, you know, as you get close to God, you see with his eyes... You have compassion for others. As you read his word, you'll learn his ways and how to treat others. 